Welcome to the Who to Thunger podcast. I'm Zeb, your host as always. This episode's a little bit different. I didn't do any real research for it. Once again, you're not going to be learning anything too concrete about the world. This is more like a rant, an opinion piece. So you've been warned that this is a rant. But don't worry, I'm not going to scream or yell profanities. This is my clean podcast. (laughs) This podcast is, what do you want to be when you grow up? Now, I know most of my listeners are already technically well into their adulthood, but that's the theme of it. It is a question we were all asked at some point in our childhoods, either by our teachers, parents, or some other figure of authority. I always had the same answer, a hero. School asked me my senior year at the age of 18 what I truly wanted to be as an adult, and I wrote, a hero. Then they gave me an envelope that had been sealed when I was in elementary school at the age of six. Inside the envelope was the same question and the same exact answer. School's reply both times when I gave this answer was something to the effect of, that's nice, but pick something practical. I understood their reasoning, pick something you can make a living off of, but although their reasoning was valid, their premise was false. What you want to be as a person does not have to align with how you make a living. I'm going to repeat that again because it's the point of the entire episode here. What you want to be as a person does not have to align with how you make a living. That is my opinion. Now, I work in a customer ser- I work at, in a in the customer service department for an insurance company. That position does exist, but how many children of the world chose that as their lifelong dream? Zero. I don't know what every kid of the world has put down on their put down for this answer, but I can say confidently that zero picked my job. What kid do you know that even knows the words customer service and insurance company? No, they usually pick astronaut or race car driver. Now, I make a living doing one of the most boring things anyone can think of, and that's okay. I am actually fine with it because I accept that is that has nothing to do with how I fulfill my sense of purpose. That's saying all teachers, camp counselors, and even parents tell their kids or told their kids when I was a kid, quote, you can be anything when you grow up. It gets a lot of flack these days because they think maybe you're filling kids' heads with, you know, nonsense or not a practical sense of the world. But I actually believe in it. I think you can become just about anything you want. We are ever-changing creatures that have every every living cell in our bodies change after about 10 years. That is a fun fact for you. Uh, when people say that people don't change, they are wrong on a cellular level. Every single one of your living cells changes about every decade, give or take. When I say I wanted to be a hero at the age of six, I probably had thoughts of becoming the Incredible Hulk in mind. But at the age of 18, my definition of he- hero had changed quite a bit. And now at almost 27 years of age, it has changed again. My dream of becoming a hero isn't fulfilled by running as fast as a speeding bullet or rushing into flaming buildings to save dozens of orphans and puppies. I'm not a police officer, a firefighter, nor am I a healthcare professional. But I do pick up litter and try to make people smile every chance I get. I pay my taxes, I take care of my dog, my cat, and my goldfish on a daily basis. And even though I I didn't agree to my current job thinking it would have any semblance of a heroic attributes, sometimes I help explain people's insurance to them when they most need it. Sometimes they even call back to speak to my supervisor and tell her how helpful I was. And in those instances, just for just a tiny part of that person's day, Maybe I was a bit heroic. But the point I'm trying to make is similar to the theme of the movie Office Space. 
It's a popular movie from the 90s. The main character has a torturous, dull job in, the, in an office. One scene, he explains, the teachers tested his class at elementary school and asked all the kids, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do with your life? If the kid says they would paint or they would go into agriculture or architecture or work on cars, then that is what their career path should be. That's what they should seek out to do for the rest of their lives. But the main character in the movie Office Space explained he only ever said he would just watch kung fu movies on his couch. He didn't have any great ambitions, and the theme of the movie was, that's okay. I'm trying to expand on that idea by saying, even if you do have ambitions, you don't necessarily have to apply them or attach those ambitions to how you pay the bills. I always loved creating art as a kid. Art class was one of my favorites, but I realized that when I had to do it for a grade, it tainted that passion for art. So instead, I went into insurance, the spectacularly entertaining world of insurance, and now I doodle on my free time. I don't think I have any more authority or expertise on telling other people how to live their lives, so please don't take this as how you should live your life. It's, I, I, you know, I'm not Tony Robbins. Maybe you are one of the lucky ones who found a career that aligns with your passion and purpose, and if that is the case, good for you. I am genuinely happy for you, and I do understand that that is a great path to take in your life, to always strive to do what you felt you were meant to do on this earth. But I wanted to record this to tell everyone else out there who are still holding on to the idea that they have to try their very best to get a job career in a field that they've dreamed about all their lives. You aren't going to change the world in any major way. There are 7 billion people alive today. The chances you can do something better than all of them and the people that came before that makes a difference in the world is pretty slim. But you know what you can do? You can do the equivalent of doodling in your free time. Try to live physically and mentally a healthy life. That alone is difficult enough. Then maybe you will add some amount of positivity back into the into the world by making your friends laugh or your significant other feel loved. That is that is something you can do. And while that won't make the news, it does make a small difference in the world. Putting positivity out there, it, it spreads. And it may be a small change in the world, but it's a change you can make. So even if you don't expect to be an astronaut, you don't expect to be the next Steve Jobs or Michelangelo, what you can do is make the lives of the people around you better. And maybe they will be, maybe one of them will become the next Michelangelo, whatever. All I'm saying is, like I said, I'm no expert. I'm no authority on this. Just there's another way of doing. You could, you could live a simple life. I just had a conversation with my grandmother who's in her 80s. She lives in Vegas, and I talk to her every week. I just had a conversation about this. She's the only person I told about this episode before I recorded it, or at least explained the, the premise of it to. And she said, you know, at the age of 80, she said her her generation, that wasn't really an option. It wasn't really an option to sit back. They had lived through the world wars. They had, she had, you know, she was alive during World War II. And afterwards, they were a group of survivors. And what they were going to do is make something of it. So that's an option too. I'm not saying ambition is bad. It definitely is not. And for some people, you probably should pursue your ambitions with everything you've got. It is a noble pursuit. I'm just saying there's the other side of life. I don't think there's anything wrong with being simple, keeping your circle of influence small. 
Thanks for listening to this episode. Like I said, it's very different. It's not an educational one, I wouldn't say. Maybe just, you know, if you some of my other courses you could equate to a history lesson or you could equate to maybe a lesson in technology. This one's more like you went to go see the your your uh, guidance counselor. But I am not a guidance counselor. I'm not certified to be one. So don't take it as that. I appreciate your listening. We're up to 21 different countries that have listened to this podcast. And it, it, that's that's the main thing that I love, hearing that I can reach people all over the world. Thanks for listening, guys. Tune in next episode. Check you later. Thank you.